This episode of Bonfire Side Chat is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com forward slash TV. Good night, everybody. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. You're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a impure favorite. Yes, and this week we are continuing our discussion of Shadow Tower, which is a first-person action RPG developed by From Software and uh, published by Agitech for the PlayStation in 1999. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, all the generalities and stuff, this episode will be a little bit breezer than the last one because we're not talking about generalities. Yeah. Um, so again, as we always say when we have multiple parts, even though I don't need to keep saying this, um, but uh, you know, go listen to the last one if yeah. you haven't. This is a bad episode to start with. Um, yeah, so we're we're picking up right where we left off. We just killed the uh, the Ebony Knight, and uh, which sounds like a badass record producer. <laughs> like they call me Ebony Knight. Um, I like it. Uh, and going into Waterworld. Yes. Um, and, you know, continuing our descent down this shadow tower to try and find the Demon King that has raised the town and possibly killed our granny. Yes. And I was expecting the worst from this area because I, I already like was mad about Fireworld, as we mentioned in the last yeah. episode. And water worlds are never good. Water worlds are never good. And also when I found out like you, you right off the bat, you run into to our buddy Fat Mole mm-hmm. um, and he says that this place is uh, the water is acid. And I was like, uh oh, <laughs> acid means equipment durability. Is this I just got off this really annoying, you know, world where I could barely repair my equipment. I'm going to do a whole area where that's the theme. <laughs> um, and I was I was I was dreading it and in truth (laughs) it's like they give you vaccines and you just take off your shoes and you're more or less okay like it is not nearly as bad as it sounds like um so take off your shoes and you're okay it's like it's like going to somebody's house yeah be polite (laughs) you know here's the thing that people get confrontational if i walk into their uh to their house and they are not a uh, shoes off household they'll give me shit for taking off my shoes I mean, it's, it's probably good to ask. Yeah, it is. That's, yeah. The, that, that, that's where I was leading to. You know, just like, yeah. hey, how, how what are you comfortable with? You know, I'm yeah. here to I'm here to not make waves. Yeah, put put up a sign or something. Yeah. Um, but Waterworld had a big sign that says, uh, "Remove your <laughs> shoes if you please." <laughs> and also, um, we don't uh, we don't swim in your toilet, so please don't pee in our acid pool. <laughs> <laughs> It'll interact with the ammonia. Yes. <laughs> make mustard gas. Yeah. Um, there, there are people who have probably died by choking on their own piss. Well, of course. Yeah. Like probably for <laughs> like recreationally. Oh, yep. Like somebody probably did that while J and O and like, yep. Everything about it. Up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, 100%. No, no question. Yeah. No, that's like a certainty. That's a, it's, that's yeah. axiomatic. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, Fatmel t- uh, tells you this and this is kind of blight town a little bit. Um, all the water is corrupted. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it either poisons you um, or dissolves your equipment. And the, uh, the 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 names of these areas kind of reflect this fact as we enter the impure pool area. Yes, um, which is like kind of like this uh, sewage treatment area because there are <laughs> these long flat pools full of 
uh, acid water. Oh, uh, poison. It's poison at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, it becomes acid eventually. Yeah. Um, this is the this is the poison area. And they're full of uh, brain slimes. These things are great. <laughs> um, again, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yep. Again, enemies in Shadow Tower are the best. <laughs> um, we're into another NPC here, which is kind of rare. Yeah. Um, and it's this woman who uh, tends to there. There's the one pure water source on this whole uh, in this whole toilet factory, um, but she can't actually uh, distribute it because somebody stole the pitcher of Madia. Water pixies stole it. Yeah, water pixies. You had to go kill the water pixies, which I love, because <laughs> um, in order to get this pitcher to get this like really useful healing spring. Yeah. It, it's free healing, which is which is really rare that you just have to walk for. So the only it's cost the only is one time. In the game. Yep, it's, it's it's really rare. It's singular. So <laughs> there's one way to heal without using a resource. In this I was game. expecting it's this to be like uh, Kingsfield Four, where you mm-hmm. have like a bottle or something. Yeah, not the case. Yeah, no, this is um, just a, a set piece. It's like the uh, the Shrine of Amana. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, you know, the way forward here is to is to drop down um and fight my fav one of my favorite designs. I like the pitcher plants an awful lot, but the worm faces. Yeah. Yeah, these yeah. things are really great. <laughs> Which they just look like um dudes who have worm heads and bodies and also arms and legs. Like they are nothing but worms and like they have big goofy smiley faces. Yeah. Yeah. They they uh the enemies just being kind of happy. Yep. I <laughs> mean um, in, in this game, uh, they get a lot of mileage out of that. Mm-hmm. I think and and I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um yeah. You're also introduced to these uh to these dementors like these uh floating demon kind of things that uh will curse you from the other side of a wall as you try yes. and go get the floodgate key. And uh curse is not as devastating as you would think it would be. Like it it's is just poison. Yeah, it's it just, like it, it just it's slow poison. Yeah, uh, it's not even worse than regular poison. Like it's yeah. better. It, except it drain it also drains your MP, which Oh, you know, yeah. may or may not be a problem. I think I use like five NP potions in the game. I never ran low on MP. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, because it, it's just uh, MP never became a problem. And eventually you get a really powerful amulet that will make your MP slowly regenerate on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a little while. It's like the mind amulet, I think. Um, that thing's great. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Well, I got it. And I used it because I saw the effect, but I didn't see what it was called. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, So up until that point, like it could be a big deal to lose your MP, but it's really, it's really not. Um, you just use a different item to cure it. Yeah. 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 And this is you're you're you uh you're getting the uh you're trying to get the floodgate key here. Yeah. Is it your main goal of that area? Mm-hmm. And uh there's a after this, like there's this section of the shadow tower that opens up into the, your last main hub. And uh you can at this point you're place you know faced with a really weird choice where you have four worlds open to you. <laughs> um this is this is like the Anne Orlando. Like you've done Anne Orlando, you fought <laughs> that you know the hardest boss in the game, and now you can go to four different areas and tackle them in, in multiple orders. Yeah. Um uh, so we, we're going to keep do, we're going to keep doing them in, in a row because they're roughly you have increasing difficulty. But yeah. uh, at this point, you can go to the illusion world, the beast world, or the death world, right? If you like, yeah. Also, if you the, the the way to get down to a lot of these is to actually jump off of a ledge, yes. Um, which if you can manage that without dying, there's no way back up until you find a warp stone. Well, you can you can definitely manage it without dying. I don't think there's fall damage in this. No, game. no, there's definitely not. But like, uh, it's you know, either kill box or, or or fine. Yeah, like, but with with these with these controls, who knows if you're going to be able to land on the ledge you want to? That's, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you go into the sunken river area, which is this big cistern uh, that you need to drain uh, with the uh, with the key with the floodgate key. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is kind of presided over by these hilarious cone headed ogres called cabosaurs. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. Cabosaurs. Um. And, uh, and yeah, they, they're slow, they hit big. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this is a point where you have to strip naked and go swimming in acid water to trip the floodgate because the way forward is down at the bottom of this pool. Yeah. Which, and, and this pool, as you, you go down there, there's this like crazy spooky statue face on the wall. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what the, 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 
that the deal is with that thing either. Um, the stripping naked thing, it's like, oh, I did this in Dark Souls too. Like it's like the basement of Aldius. I remember yeah. doing this. Um, it's still kind of a pain to put all your equipment back on. Well, yeah, I suppose. I guess, I guess here I'm just looking for the highest number and not trying to remember which specific set of gear I had on. Oh, yeah. 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 Even then, though, just scrolling through it all, like you're still messing around with Shadow Tower menus. Yeah. Um, the uh, At this point, it fills the kind of deep pool section with these uh, fish, like these like Innsmouth water knights. <laughs> I love these things so much because cool. uh, because the bestiary says that they just have fish uh, like fish like armor, but they move like fishmen, like they're hunched yeah. over and they're real fluid. Yeah, um, and they're also it's, so it's a classic knight style enemy in this game where they they attack uh, strong, but you need to find their offhand mm-hmm. to uh, to circle around, and these they don't have a shield, I don't believe. So it's it's uh you can usually hit them from that side. Yeah. Um, but dropping down there is a one way trip mm-hmm. um, for a long time. Right. And the uh, the trick and this is something I wish I had known too because it, it takes a long getting back to that healing spring mm-hmm. that we just found takes a really long time. And if you're you're optimizing your playthrough, what I would have done if I was playing this again was to hang out by that healing spring a little while and go back and farm a little bit of the fire zone because mm-hmm. you'd probably level up a lot. Yeah, and be able to have this access to free healing and not use your resources very much. Um, but then but instead, but then I you're fighting down. in fire zone. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but I mean, you'd, you'd you'd be prepared for anything. Like, I would have hit that like that sweet point of like super empowerment earlier. Yeah. At this point, I'm definitely in my groove. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fine. But I would have hit that like mega point yeah. a little bit sooner because it, it's they give you that healing thing and then you just take it away so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you you go down there into the watery labyrinth area. Yeah, and this is this is one of the more memorable areas in the game for me, actually. Like, it's a combination of layout and theming, I think. Yeah. Um, you're in this uh, kind of maze of these circular chambers that are con- that are connected by tunnels, um, and this is a place where uh, all of the water is definitely acid, um, yes. and you, there, you only have these small islands that you can stand on that will not do damage to you or uh, um, damage your boots, um, which yes. just take your boots off, dummy. <laughs> Gotta take off your boots if you're walking on acid. Yeah. Gotta get that shit on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this is uh, I very rarely fought people in this area. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're just taking damage all the time. Like when you're standing on acid, it still hurts you. Mm-hmm. It's not just your equipment. So like, you know, standing here and making us like a fight is of it is difficult. Yeah. Um, so I ended up just kind of running through this. Yeah. Um, and this was an area where I consulted the map, you know, <laughs> ahead of time. Yeah. Just so I wouldn't end up in a bunch of dead ends that I would hate yeah. and having to backtrack and losing a lot of resources for no reason. They're pretty good about putting like good gear at the end of these uh, dead ends, though. Well, there's that one with that that switch, right? Yes. Like, oh, so you, so yeah, the um, and that one's really good. Yes, that is that that, that is really good. But otherwise, there's like cunes or there's uh, there's like equipment to replace whatever has been broken. Um, yeah. In some of these places, like you know, you're still like on the balance, losing health and losing resources in a place where it's super constricted because you're on the other side of this one way gate. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's not as terrible as as the name would have you would, would suggest. Um, the switch opens up this uh this gate that gets you into a place that has a bunch of uh. A bunch of acid vaccines, uh, which is mm-hmm. which is again, I love that idea of an acid vaccine. Yeah, um, but uh, but uh, kind of playing into this idea that you have to kill a bunch of enemies to make rarer stuff spawn, like in an almost like Final Fantasy twelve like system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a weird way um if you kill enough enemies um you cause this great frog to spawn and if you kill that which it's really resilient but it doesn't fight back uh drops a warrior bow which is like super super useful yeah i, I never got it yeah. i just i just know it by reputation mm-hmm. um because yeah i just i didn't the guide said to do it but i was like i'm not gonna farm 
Yeah. So I, I moved past that. And you're, you're fine without it. Like, you get so powerful at this yeah. at the end of this game. Like, But the warrior bow, the bow is already great. Yeah. And uh, having a, a stronger version of the bow is would be incredible. And yeah. those are the only two bows in the game. Right. Uh, and there's an enemy that'll drop it naturally later, too. But it's a, it, it is not a guaranteed chance. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, we didn't really mention that, but there are, the drops are kind of random. Mm-hmm. Um, past the watery labyrinth area, you get into the white rain area, which is sounds like a shampoo. But it is <laughs> it, actually. It like, is exactly a shampoo. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's no longer just shampoo for, for little poor Gary. It is now an area in shadow tower, <laughs> an area in shadow tower that, uh, the guy that I, uh, looked at, that I referenced later, uh, says you need to walk into it with your shield up because enemies can attack, can attack you before the, uh, the, before um, the thing loads. Yep. Yeah. That's a real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a mistake. Yep. You've got these flying remoras that'll spit acid at you and you're stepping into a room that is just full of faucets to spit acid. Like, yeah. Yeah, just the acid spray. Yeah, they might as well just have like a design on the wall that re- resembles a middle finger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's it's super frustrating. I read that in the guide too, and just like went in with my shield up. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wasn't like, it, it's not like I kill you or anything. It's just a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and you kind of move through here, and if you want to, you can zip to the next world here. But you're actually at the boss chamber, and like we didn't really mentioned this, just because you can get to the end of the game doesn't mean you can actually open the final door. Oh yeah, you have to fight all the bosses, so you might as well do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, like I like this fight, and this is not super super hard. Yeah, um, yeah, the the Magi Magus mm-hmm. here. Yeah, and so you fight him in his throne room, and he you know slings some slings some shit at you about uh, like you'll never be king. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, this is a ranged battle. Or it is very, very heavily implying that you ought to do it that way because he teleports. Um, yeah. and so you have to kind of catch him in the off rhythm uh, while avoiding his pet Lapras or his pet uh, Loch Ness monster. Yes. And and, and so I, I say kill the Lapras. Oh, yeah. Um, Could kill you know, all three I, of them because new ones spawn in. Yeah. You know, clear him out of his pets. But I love the idea of him staying in a, in a throne room with these three you know, three Nessies. Um, and then uh, the trick to him or like the one of the things you can do is that he's uh, he's got this throne that you can use as cover. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of hide and do this little like Call of Duty cover shooter thing with this guy mm-hmm. with the bow, which is how I, I bought it, fought him. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, he didn't teleport around if, if you're not close to him. Like he tends to teleport when you get close to him. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like they're, they're doing a little bit of that. Like the boss fights in this game are not super great shakes, but I love the idea of them having different kind of ideas behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is a good one. And they kind of repeat the ideas too. Like they've got three ideas. Um, <laughs> but th- this one, it's, it's pretty cool to have this uh, run into this fight that felt very different. And it was just like such a fresh, you know, a breath of fresh air where I was like so sick of the fire world. And this one's relatively short and relatively easy comparatively Yeah, to that. Yeah, he's pretty fragile and he drops another spell ring. He uh, drops the caustic sorcerer ring. Uh, yes. So like these have different tiers, like there's there's summoner, priest and then sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they unlock different uh, kind of different kinds of spells um, yes. as you go along. So this is this is going don't get rid of your old ones um, because oh, yeah. you, you that that's extra casts of, uh, of of weaker spells. But like that's still something. And even. uh yeah, and, and they also have higher durability mm-hmm. as well. So, like, getting those, like, kind of high-level Swiss Army knife, knife spell rings is pretty great, mm-hmm. pretty empowering. Yeah. Um, so we're on to, uh, we take the teleporter to the Illusion World. And Illusion World is really funny to me because it's Illusion in the basis that it's, like, based on, like, 20s stage magic, it feels like. <laughs> it's not, like, Illusion, like, they're going to be tricks and traps. It's Illusions, like, puppets and toys. Yeah, it's in the Joe Bluth sense. yeah. Yeah, like it, it is it is very funny to me. I was really expecting something different, but it's like this is kind of the Sun's Fortress of this game. Like there mm-hmm. are those uh, there are uh, guillotine traps <laughs> in the hall straight yeah. up out of Sun's Fortress. Like, <laughs> And there are doors that'll just shut to deny you an area like no, yeah. go around. This, this is Sun's Fortress for this game, which is kind of crazy. Like from loves their house of traps. Mm hmm. 
And I love it too. Yeah. Um, so this uh, opens up. You warp into the gloomy domain, which I love that. Uh, just yep. uh, the, the world of Eeyore's. Hi-ho. <laughs> and um, yeah, this is uh, the purple-themed area and uh, the, these halls. And uh, this is uh, kind of the first time they have you going like up and down stairs. So your mm-hmm. path kind of doubles back around. So if you are just keeping track on the X and Y axis, boy, oh, boy, do you have a, do you have a Z to take account for now? Yeah. Um, and this is like, it feels like you're covering a lot of distance, too. Like this sprawls out more. Mm-hmm. Um, than a lot of the other ones do, but uh, there are these chambers that don't really have much in them, ex- uh, besides these dancing doll enemies that drain your MP and play an irritating song. I'm, I'm gonna blow your mind, Cole. Yeah, you ready to have your mind blown with the real secret of these rooms? So the the dolls are not doing that. If you go to the back of the room, there's a window. Oh, is it the buglers? Yeah, they're, 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 no, there's like yeah, there's like a little little demon that's playing the song <laughs> that you see that you have to kill with an arrow. But he's he's out like out of distance. Like he's sitting on like a little like throne, like a little stone <laughs> perch, singing the song that drains your your MP <laughs> from there. So he he's he's singing the song that the, the little puppet guys dance to. Oh, that's and, great! Like the puppet guys like got moves. Like I love the way these things like <laughs> get jiggy. Yeah, um, yeah so you're, yeah, your little calcabrinas. Yeah, it's it's super great. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's these like demons that are singing a song, and it's so weird because you're not used to music. Right. Like all the music in this game is diegetic. Um, and it's these like these minstrel demons mm-hmm. that are there. So that's the really irritating song. Yeah. Huh, neat. Um, uh, that, yeah, that, that, that is a cool, cool detail. I didn't spend enough time in there because, you know, they're like... Because your MP was being drained. Right. And there's no, there's no treasure. Yep. <laughs> like, there's not really a reason to be in there other than to see this weird set piece of like a demon playing a song on a far off like perch. <laughs> Um, um, there are these caskets that are uh, that, that you can open up. Some of them are locked. Um, they have special rings in them and such. Uh, but uh, the, there's there, there's a great enemy. These uh, again these biblically these biblically accurate angels. These ring demons that are kind of floating around like weird Pokemon. Yeah, I love those things. Yeah, this is this is the realm with the real weird uh, gimmick of the 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 um, key of disillusionment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like some of these. Uh, chests are, are dropped, but the key of disillusionment is the only key in the game that uh, gets used up when you use it. Yeah. And so you kind of have to make a random stab at what you want to open up. Right. Um, there. And if you're not using a guide, you don't know what's in the chest, then you yep. can't really screw yourself, but you might not get <laughs> optimal equipment. Right. So there's always one that you're there. There are always two that you can't open up. Um, and one of the chests is empty. Yes. Yeah. Um, or just has like a less desirable piece of equipment in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they just have other keys in them. <laughs> like that happens a lot so you just have to go to the next key so i didn't spend a lot of time with that because i was hitting my power curve here where i didn't really need to right but if you're actually playing this to collect all the items i can imagine that being a nightmare yeah yeah um there's a cool set piece off to the uh to the east side of this map uh which is a, a room that are full of these headless boxing enemies and floating head so enemies I, I know right like that it's like that they're exactly what it's they are headless boxers mm-hmm. um and then the floating heads which i imagine used to belong to them yeah, um, and you can clear them out, and there's a body that is pinned to the wall. Um, that uh, when you pull the sword out, it's, it's a pretty good sword. It's like a great sword. I think it's another. I think it's another silent sword, actually. Oh, nice. I think um, we get another one. Yeah, and uh, and then like uh, a, like a super version of one of these boxers comes out and gets you. Yeah, there's a, there's a huge one. And they behave. Every once in a while, there are huge versions of enemies in this, and they behave the same. Mm-hmm. But they're just like intimidating. You know, <laughs> more intimidating. Like, um, these box. I find these boxers really hard. Yeah. Uh, to deal with. Um. Because they uh, they have an AOE as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another enemy that they just like slap an AOE on <laughs> to make it so you can't get close to them. And it's like, even you know, even as as early as this and as long you know as recent as Bloodborne, like from struggles with ways to stop you from getting behind enemies. Yeah, you know, so like in Bloodborne, like every enemy just has a three sixty attack. 
um, here, like they, the way they do that is with an AOE, but there's no wind up mm-hmm. or anything. So it's even, it's like more annoying. Yeah. It just triggers it when it doesn't want you to be there. Yep. Yeah. Um, so after this, you can head into the, uh, the bewilderment domain. Burr? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and this is where you want your shield, uh, because mm-hmm. there are these masks at the end of these hallways that will fire projectiles at you. Yes. Um, I enjoyed this little detail um, because these are almost always covering cunes. It's like somebody walked through uh, dropping pennies on the ground and it was mm-hmm. setting traps. Like I, expe- I half expected one of the cunes like to just be yanked along by a fishing line or something. Yeah. Yeah, or under a box with a stick. Yep. Um, the, um, and what's cool is like you're you're uh, uh, winding up to need to buy a key for the beast realm, right? Which yes. you're going to get here, get to here pretty soon. And so this is almost like a last ditch way for them to say, like, "Hey, here's a bunch of money, so you don't get stuck trying to farm for this shit." Yeah. Yeah. There's also a cool detail here too, because one of the masks is not hostile. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just have to like you're just killing them, but you have to just notice one of them is not shooting at you, and you can talk to it. And it says, like, I haven't, no one's talked to me in years. Um, which, like, <laughs> Cause you, well, because of the company you keep, dog. Yeah, like, you know, at some point you cease living in a bad, you know, having bad neighbors and start <laughs> living in a bad neighborhood. Um, the, uh, and he will give you one of these keys of disillusionment, which are really valuable. Hmm. Um, yeah. I did so, not encounter him. Oh. Yeah, you, you probably killed him. Yeah. Monster. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is also where you start running into those guillotine traps, mm-hmm. uh, which have been the same throughout from Eternal. Yeah. And uh, you also have these uh, these death mages and war demons, uh, mostly in places where you're going to use these keys of disillusionment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, eventually, you get a save point here and an HP potion vendor, and this is the, probably the first point where you can start feeling like good clearing out your inventory. Oh yeah, and that's a that's a huge moment. Like you walk away with ten HP potions you didn't have before. <laughs> it's Flush awesome. with cash. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, like money. <laughs> um, I love this next pit or this next next part. This is a super cool like. Uh, like mini boss section with oh. these super evocative names here. Yeah, that, that that's funny because this felt a lot like the uh, like the Ashen Cavern to me a little bit. I, I man, I'm curious. Like, we'll never do this where we have like actual video of our playing our game so we can see mm-hmm. what the other person's doing differently. But by this point, I felt great. Like, I was cool fighting these guys and liked fighting them, and it was it felt good. I liked the mini bosses. I just felt like uh, it was kind of these bland rooms with a bunch of stuff coming at me from the dark, mm-hmm. um, and just stuff that I hadn't learned how to fight up to this point. Um, and so the, 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 that's how they felt similar to me when I was in there, like fighting these mini bosses, like again, with these awesome names, Lord Gorther. Yes. <laughs> Gorther. It sounds like a, like a Canadian hockey player. <laughs> like Gorther. <laughs> Gorther. Gorther. Gorther got two minutes for the cherry pick in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that was more of a Minnesota. I'm so sorry, Canada. Um, right. but, um, but yeah, also Lord Willow S fine. Yep. But then Lord Fester, who is a jester, like, Fester the jester. Like, Fester the jester is great. I will brook no argument that Fester the jester is not amazing in this game. <laughs> yeah, well, he, <laughs> like, he, he dances like he's, he, uh, uh, he is very festive. Like that's what makes this the world of, world of illusion is everyone's dancing constantly <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's a delightful, I think that like what the difference between this and the, the Ashen thing for me was just that I could fight the enemies more comfortably. Oh. So like, I don't like it when they're throwing things at me without giving me a chance to appreciate it so much, mm-hmm. but I, it's like, if I'm not dying constantly or that like freaked out about my stuff, mm-hmm. I, I'm more accepting of it. Yeah. And I, I think that was the difference for me. I also didn't have as much of a problem with, uh, with the Ashen Cavern as you did. Like yeah. in terms of like dying against the stuff or, you yeah. know, being diminished by the, by the encounters there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those weird things, but yeah. Uh, so you're going through, you cannot access the warp points, which uh, there's no visual cue for these. 
Um, you just have to intuit that you're going to walk into the wall at the center of the other side of a room. Um, there, there's warp- a visual cue. If you, if you watch the uh, the walls will warp. They kind oh. of like they have like a mirage effect. I just uh, chalked that up to weird uh, kind of like, you know, just the way that the PS1 cannot render a flat surface. Hmm. Um, it, it's like it's specific in those areas. Like hmm. if you if you sit and like watch the wall, because I thought there it was random at first, too, because the first time it happens, it's like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> but you uh, if you if you sit there and just kind of stare at it, it does it in ways the other walls do not. Oh. Yeah, no, I I intuited that like oh like if I should if I walk into the center of this room because I was checking for uh, I was checking for secret entrances and exits too, mm-hmm. um, and just like oh those are, those are usually at the center. So like I I got there. It didn't end up being too much of a problem, but I did I did not notice that particular detail. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's still kind of irritating, like just the amount of warp puzzles, like or uh, teleporter kind of puzzles in this. Like this is another area where I feel good about using a map. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, you, you know, you kind of move through here, you get this area that has like a, a bunch of goofy curse enemies um, yeah. here and it's, it's super, super dark. Um, <laughs> so if you have the ability to throw open a, a bottle of light. Yeah. I love the, uh, the, fl- the, the flying starlight mint shrimps. Yeah. The mint, mint, <laughs> mint shrimp. <laughs> um, yep. They know just that they're, they're called war pours. I don't know what that means, but, but they're 100% starlight mints oh yeah like they 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 have the same patterning as a starlight mint yeah they're, they're infested by spirals yeah 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 exactly the way that this is an illusion world is that it's like co-designed by tim burton yeah it is 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 you know his his weird uh i don't know the, t- the tim burton aesthetic yeah like what if it had candy stripes <laughs> um genius uh, so, so you move through here eventually. Um, it's really hard to figure out exactly what you need to do. It's because of these these warp spaces that you have to find. But eventually you can get to the dream domain, mm-hmm. which is another boss arena. Like a lot of these domains are just boss arenas. There's nothing else really to them. Yeah. Um, and the boss here is Disguise, who is this kind of floating harlequin with a white mask. And she's surrounded by these awesome like uh, lost spirits or whatever, these pinwheel masks mm-hmm. um, that float real slow. They were kind of a non-issue during the fight. Um, they just I they couldn't keep up with me as I was tr- trying to keep up with her. Yeah, yeah. I, I ended up killing the masks uh, in advance, like from a distance, hmm. um, and then fighting her. Um, she is a lot like the. Uh, so I have found her to be less teleport happy. Like hmm. there's definitely some weird RNG stuff going on because this for me was like a, a, I got up close and personal and fought her. No. Oh. Um, as opposed to to doing a ranged attack. Yeah, she um, was. She didn't teleport and she didn't AOE that me that much. Yeah, she was easier to chase definitely than uh, than Magi Magis. Um, but um. But like she would, I well, like when I get close and do enough damage, she would AOE and then uh, and then teleport away. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think that Magi Magus is meant to be impossible to do that too. Yeah. Like I think that that the whole idea behind that character is like you have to do a range combat thing, mm-hmm. and if you're not, if you don't have the ability to do it, fuck you. Yeah. Um. This one, I think it's more. There's more of an option. Yeah. It's more um, meant to be like a chase here. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I like I dig the theming, and this is almost like in a church almost, like yeah. this like a chapel kind of thing. A little bit like the the doll, mm-hmm. the false idol. Yeah. Um, after this, you get to the mon- to monster world, um, which the uh, the beast world, the chronology of which and the the history of its localization is a legend. <laughs> yeah. the, um, the 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 beast world here, which like has invisible enemies. Yeah. Um, it's kind of beasty. <laughs> a little um, bit, but yeah. like it's not beast in the sense that like Bloodborne has beasts. Like most of the beasts are reptiloid. Like yeah, like this yeah. is uh, th- this is like Kingsfield, where like th- there's a certain strain of beast that is just lizard men. Yes, uh, from love their lizard men, and then immediately stopped loving their lizard men. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think it stopped at sense. 
Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's another amazing uh, piece of lore text here. Again, just uh, drawn in blood on the wall. Ahead lies the Eldritch womb. You shall be wounded and will perish at the hands of all the creatures born from the Dark One. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, that, That's super, super good. Um, there's just these two areas here. And kind of the gimmick here is those invisible enemies until you eventually do a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so, the, the, so those invisible enemies only pop up in one area. Like yeah, it's exactly. specifically in the screeching area. You're trying to find the, uh, the 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 item to get rid of them or make them visible in the false eye area, which mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Gary. I would think that uh, invisible enemies would be in the false eye area. I would think so, too, because that's why I think of false eye. Y- yeah. And, you know, like like them and Columbo. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you end up here, you get a save point in an MP potion store, which I barely ever used. Yeah. And uh, this is a real linear area with these little side hidden rooms off to the side. Yep. <laughs> hidden rooms that have amazing enemies. These night howlers, which are just headless monkeys that make like stock monkey noises and will poison you for some reason. There are tons of these things, too. Yep. Like This is kind of the common you know mob here. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're trying to do as you go through here is get this young dragon uh, gem from a gigantic monkey thing. Yeah, but it only, p- had- it only pops up after you kill enough of them. Yeah, you kill enough of the baby ones, and then a gigantic one shows up. <laughs> big daddy, the the big daddy one, and the uh, again, it just it's exactly the same. It's just bigger, to, like intimidate you. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a hidden room where you kill a hermit crab, and it drops the ring of dark souls. Yeah, no, it's, it's, there we go. <laughs> I tweeted a picture that people were like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, there, there's there's your tie-in. Um, <laughs> you jackals. Yeah, no, nobody um, nobody's giving a shit about like stuff being off topic, which is good. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, because I mean, why would they? Yeah. Um, the uh, so the a little bit later in the area, you find these uh more lizard men and these uh these dinogons, which I don't remember what these dinogons are based on the name. Dinosaur the, dragons. Just, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, They're just like the big the big hitters. Yes. Um, there's a there's an NPC here in this area who I think greets you at the start, but really is just kind of at the end. He like lays out the welcome map for you. He is uh, he is a servant to Necron, who is the nightmare lord of Belial. Um, yeah, Belial. Yeah, Belial. There we go. Um, and uh, like B- Belial is never mentioned again, um, except maybe I think by Oriel later on. Um, yeah. And uh, when you get to the end, your your um, uh, gift is one of two katanas. Yes, and and there's one of them that's more desirable than the other one. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what they are though. No, it's like Shrieking Tiger or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. uh, and the katanas are pretty fun. Like, I ended up mm-hmm. using katana weapons for a little while, uh, which is a little bit incongruous, but is cool. Yeah. Well, um, they they just they they scale your speed up. Yes. Yep. 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 Um, so eventually, you go to this next area, the screeching area, um, and this is much more ornate and in the screeching area as opposed to the false eye area, which these like these names got mixed up, right? <laughs> I think so. Like I, I think that's literally what happened because uh, screeching is definitely something that happens in the monkey area. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is actually full of the invisible en- enemies. Yes. And this is your first warp back up to the upper levels if you want to go back there in a long time. Yeah. So like if you if you're if you're still looking for that way to get up to the water level mm-hmm. you know to, to check out your healing spring like this is the way that you get up there right after that drop like two worlds ago <laughs> there's a uh the, the, there's a i i mark it as a secret secret room here but i, I don't think it is there's just a, a side room with ariel and uh she gives you a, a massive soul pod like 53 points yeah which is enough yep. to really uh thumb the thumb the scale i think this is where she like mentions Baliel a little bit and then uh says like hey one day we're gonna do battle but you're totally not she's just there to help you out yeah i wonder if it's like sequel thing or if you can just start fighting her instead of talking to her yeah i kind of you know what? i don't have any saves that will let me go and uh, encounter her again because she disappeared and there's nothing on the internet about <laughs> about this game so like 
there's nothing really to say. Like it's not, it hasn't been examined. So yeah. the, uh, the cool, is this our chance to get on a Wikipedia? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I, no. Uh, um, but yeah, so eventually you want to place this dragon egg that you have onto this dragon shrine, which makes the enemies uh, visible. Yeah, which uh, the, the enemies that are hidden here are hilarious. There are these, uh, uh, I forget what they're called, but they're uh, horse demons with man faces. Yes. Like a Brad yep. Neely uh, uh, drawing. And um, and then also these floating uh, stone slabs. Yes. Yeah. Which reminded me of that slab Pokemon <laughs> from like two generations ago. Nice. Um, up until this point, like it's not like the area is that dense with enemies. You're not going to be disadvantaged that much by having invisible enemies. You see their uh, you see their shadows. I didn't try to damage them, or I couldn't tell if I was damaging them. But yeah, you can fight them without it. Um, but I, I never did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you find another room full of these uh, these fire goat snake things. They're kind <laughs> of like um, not chimera. What's that other thing? Manticores. Manticores. A little bit like that, and then more cunes. Um, and eventually run into Necron. Yes. Uh, I am Necron and I am Chaos. It is I who seduce the king, but I am also a warrior and you will be my next victim. Yes. Like the super, translation super cool. is so spotty. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's stuff like that that's great, but then you look at the bestiary and it's like, carries a curse field. Yeah. Like, like where? <laughs> um, I yeah. love Necron. Necron is great. Yeah, Necron's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is another kind of warrior fight. Yep. Um, you know, he has a sword. He has he has these different elemental effects. He'll shoot at you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the the coolest part, aside from just you know, like, hey, this is a warrior fight after fighting two mages in a row, um, is his design. He is like a corpse that has been uh, cut apart, but he's like floating, held together. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just like telekinesis between his parts. That's showing it. So <laughs> that's super cool. He's like photorealistic Rayman. Yeah. <laughs> is that scarier than photorealistic Bart? No. You, you <laughs> like not remotely, but it's up there. <laughs> but uh but yeah, this is a good fight. He uh he'll hit you with cold and uh splashes. And you're not really like there's not much you can do to spec against cold that I found. No, I didn't I never found any any good cold weapons or cold uh i found uh well that's not true i found some kind of water like it's like, I didn't find like a complete the, set it's like the caustic stuff i think maybe but that yeah. i think that's more for like acid damage than anything i, I think they might be the same though yeah. in the game or they might protect against the same element okay or something like i, I definitely found something that was ice themed but i didn't find a full set yeah um but regardless of which though you fight him and you get to go to the uh the final world until the actual last layer yes the boss layer which is the death world <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, this is kind of the final exam area. It's filled with these uh, with these undead, um, mm-hmm. primarily. So, so this is like a, a fort. This reminds me of that uh, those early areas in Kingsfield Four, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's kind of like fortresses built into caves. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're fighting lots of uh, like presumably skeleton knights. <laughs> yeah, that are uh, de- de- decked out with armor. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of big dopes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they're they're not like lithe knights like we've been fighting. Right. Um, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, you you, uh, you eventually you one of them. If you kill them, they drop this plate that can be used to unlock one of two swords in this room later on. And again, yeah. that's another area where one sword is more desirable than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember which one is which. That's like the magic one on the left. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, not until like the very in, right near the very end. Yeah, um, yeah, but he like <laughs> he he talks to you and says, "Yes, we're the king's knights, and we're going to keep you away. Like you're not welcome here." Yes. Um, and uh, if you just ran directly to him, like I did, um, at least uh, in, in my situation, I didn't notice there were other ones in the room. So when I was fighting him, I just got like two shot by the ones that followed me up to him. 
Yeah, you have to fight these guys one at a time if you're able to. They're yeah. in like it's weird how they place them because they're they're you can't draw them in hallways, but they are in huge rooms where like you can draw them into a corner. Like enemies don't have a very long aggro range mm-hmm. in this game, so like you can just kind of fight somebody like across the room from somebody else, and they won't jump in. Yeah, um, you're also introduced to these archers here. Yeah, uh, the which, hell hunters. Yeah, and they teleport. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, um, as you're kind of uh, you know fucking around with them, but they're all pretty fragile, yeah. As well, also these are the guys who will drop the uh, the warrior bow uh, randomly. Mm. I was I was really frustrated because I I got one to drop one before I went back and got the uh, um, the one off the off of the frog, and then I died like immediately after on my way to, oh, on to the next uh, to the next uh, save point. Bummer, bummer. Yeah, um, yeah. So you kind of continue continue further um, through these kind of pathways and the like. Um, and yeah. uh, there it's, are more of these these, these guys n- narrow hallways with with these are with these enemies. They're too big to run around, and also yeah. they will like run you up against doors. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Which again, kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, eventually, um, you know, you make this. There's a little side path. You get some more cunes. Um, there are these tree monsters, tree ogre guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're you're mostly making a beeline to the undead lair. Yes. Here. Yeah, so is it supposed to be like layer, L-A-I-R, or L-A-Y? Because it's spelled like layer is like a cake, but... um, hmm. It is is a layer for the undead. I feel like because the other name, because there's the Dark Castle layer, I imagine it's probably meant to be L-A-Y-E-R. Yeah. uh, For consistency, but both work. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this is a cool set piece, though. Yeah, this is cool. This is um, barely like a a level, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, this is just to show you this King Edward who, you know, if there is, like, a man's folly to be found, then it's here. Yes. Um, And this is another puzzle mini-boss similar to Abraxas. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we run into him. He is a skeleton lord. And you can go... (laughs) You can tell him by his jaunty little crown. He is. He is. He's, like, skeleton king. I love him. Um, (laughs) And you can go there and fight him, but he's invincible. Yep. And somebody tells you this. Do you run into Fat Mole again? Uh, maybe. Or that's either that or there's a uh, there, there's a um, note on the wall. Yeah, somebody says, like, you, you need to find, like, the the heart of his power or something like that. Oh, no, it's Ariel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When, and so, uh, you know, she tells you that. So you know he's invincible and you need to continue kind of around. Um, but you need to run into his room to grab his key, which I love that as, like, a little gameplay moment. Mm-hmm. Like, he's invincible, but you can't turn back, really. Yeah. Like, you have to make this run in and run out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, so, they won't follow you. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to use that. Like, there are these doors on the side, like, that you can't open up. Like, they're funneling you into this encounter. Yes. Um, and you're using this key to get to the other side so you can uh, so you can not only get your save point, which is nice. Um, I believe that's also a warp point as well. Um, uh, uh, but you're also able to uh, um, actually go in and kill his heart, uh, which yes. is, like, embedded in the side of the wall. Yeah, it's a hu- it's huge, too. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a it's 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 like this weird big flesh like <laughs> thing. It's it doesn't look like it's the size of a person. Um, I hate these things, these corner turrets. Oh god. They're, yeah, these things are really a pain to hit. Like the, I feel like their hitboxes weren't appropriate. Yeah, they're like the demon eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, I would try to I would use a valuable bow, you know, durability trying to kill them, but like mm-hmm. I would just miss when it seemed like I shouldn't have missed. Yeah, I used up all your string juice. Yeah, it sucked. Um, but yeah, eventually you kill this heart and then you can you can go back and he's dead. It doesn't even make him like vulnerable it just kills him right yeah so so that's pretty cool and this is the king who uh uh, kind of presided over this down here before he was corrupted Mm -hmm. by by necron and uh and the you know demon king below yeah yes yeah 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, uh, uh, off of a side area here after you grab your, uh, after you grab your, uh, sword, uh, go for the magic one. I think it raises, uh, raises your, uh, MP as well. Um, there's a room where Ariel tells you they have to go and, uh, fight the hallow mage. And it's like slowly, but surely there's been this notion introduced of like, well, if you defeat you know, like you're one step closer to being King, I guess. Yes. Like there's a little bit of that, like, but at no point did I think I wanted to be the King. No. Of this area. It's really weird. <laughs> like it's, it's just like what they assume everybody who shows up here wants to be the king <laughs> like this is a huge case of mistaken identity from the get yeah i'm trying to help out my grandma dog <laughs> like i need to be your king i brought her some leftovers yeah i saw i'm, I'm a meals on wheel yeah <laughs> uh, uh, so at this point you can make a boss go right to the boss actually mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird. Like this area, the way that it interacts with teleporters and the like, and these different uh, these side rooms. Like if you go right to the boss, there's a little bit of a, a your magic will get locked. That's a status effect we didn't talk about. Yeah. Um, if you head to the gate, gate of the dead through this way, um, you'll hear a voice that says, "Ha ha ha! I've locked your magic." Um, but you just use an item to unlock it. It's yeah, yeah. Like there are two of them. It's like spirit books or something like that. Yeah. If you go through the other way, you can go through this uh, lingering curse layer mm-hmm. to make it here. And there's some treasure. Um, it's it's kind of like a library layer. And there's not much there other than just like fight some some enemies mm-hmm. to gain some levels and fight, get a fight, couple of items. Fight some cool anime books that have arms reaching out of them. That's kind of yes, nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, and you have you go in through the gate of the dead in a way that doesn't lock your magic. Mm-hmm. So like if that's an advantage that you're looking to seek out, that's fine if you're out of that item because you probably do want your magic for the hollow mage. Yeah, yeah, because it's another uh, AOE kind of thing. Um, yeah. And uh, like the the bow works really well for this because of the range. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is this is a dark area, and most of the time this uh, the, this guy's backlit by AOE magic. So you're kind of aiming for his silhouette. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it, this is a mage battle that is not. You know, it's it's not the uh, the Call of Duty battle that we had earlier, right? Like he is he is exclusively doing spells. Um, it seems and he, like, and he's got these uh, blood drenched skeletons running at you. Yeah, that he summons, which which complicate the fight. Yeah. Um. But yeah, after you beat him, we beat all the enemies. We can make our way down to the actual bottom floor of the tower, which I think mm-hmm. is an awesome moment. Like when you actually oh, touch gosh. the floor in there, it's just like, mm-hmm. oh wow, <laughs> like I've been a long way. Um. <laughs> and and you're going to the the void layer here. Yeah. Um. I love that you can come here before you've killed all the bosses because it, it kind of presents this uh, Super Mario Land to like, oh, I'm going to Mario's castle and seeing how many coins that I have. Like yeah. different different um eyes on this weird bug-like alien face on the wall, like etched in, um, are uh, lit up as you kill the holders of these great souls, right? I, I was thinking like Super Metroid. Oh, yeah. Like the statuary in Super Metroid where the eyes glow. Mm-hmm. Like it was the thing I thought of. But yeah, it, it does that. So it lets you know if you haven't uh, if you haven't killed everything you need to kill, you need to go back. Yeah, and uh, those eyes actually have symbols. Like it'll tell you, like, and those symbols match the doors of the realms that are associated yeah. with the souls. Yep. Um, but if you um, have all the souls, um, it opens up in a super creepy, over-animated way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, into the void here, where you fight uh, a boss here, uh, Balron. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and Balron has some dialogue that's some some generic villain shit, where he says, uh, "So you've done uh, you've done well to have come this far in that puny human body. Show me respect, and I will kill you painlessly." <laughs> he's basically he's asking you to kiss his ring. Yes, um, exactly. <laughs> but he doesn't give you a chance to kiss his ring. He just starts attacking you. Um, and this fight's intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's- I like he's uh, he's really really tough. I just ended up. I had all my rings. Yep. And even though my spells didn't do very much damage, I still just did that. Mm-hmm. Like backed away, shot him with arrows, bow and arrow until he ran out. His, and then shot him spell, with, with spells. His spell is super slow. Um, it's easy mm-hmm. to dodge. And also it doesn't do very much damage. The consequence for failure 
um, is so is so much lower uh, for engaging with him for, in range, for range combat. Yeah, yeah. Because with a sword, he can chop off. Like at this point, I had something like four thousand hit points. Yep. And he can chop off two thousand and change with one swing. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's insanely powerful. Yeah. Um. So you know you you're constantly you can you can go toe to toe and just like if you have a lot of healing potions. But I went the slow and boring route and just attacked him from range forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Eventually, after you kill, do enough damage. Um, his armor bursts off and he becomes a true lizard form. Like he's, he's a lizard man under there because from thinks lizards are scary the same way that like I find pitcher plants scary. Yeah. Like from somebody from had a bad lizard experience. <laughs> so Yeah, you pay extra for that on Craigslist. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, no, so he just moves faster. Uh, still yes. has roughly the same moveset. Like he doesn't, uh, I think maybe his combo gets like one hit longer. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. Like he's still, he's still uh, kind of the same fight. Mm-hmm. And in a very uh, Demon Souls thing, (laughs) like uh, after you kill him, the king reveals himself (laughs) and the king is like an ineffectual blob thing. Yeah, he's like it's Demon Souls as shit. Yep. He's a he's a big blob. He has like these three goo arms and a big baby face. Yep. Um, and he has an amazing voice. I might actually uh, grab my Vita and uh, pull this pull, uh, pull pull this up for you. If you um, have a save, like send that my way. Oh no, I can just I can just grab it from uh, from YouTube of the ending because he sounds like uh, like Homer in that something awful made uh, Bart the General. Lord, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like he says, like, "Oh, you and that bothersome rodent. So your allies, I'll kill you. All will turn to nothing." Who would have thought that Fat Mole was so important? <laughs> like that's it's so like, weird. Hey, 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 champ, you probably better not drink the water, huh? <laughs> and as, as soon as you uh, as soon as you hit him with anything, he calls for allies and begs you to stop. <laughs> yep. Which I I love that man. Like it is such a it's it's such a cool like this is the because as cool as like the anti climax is in in Dark Souls and Demon Souls and and all the from games. Like mm-hmm. seeing it this level would have been amazing. Like mm-hmm. or like this this early in my gaming career. Yeah. Like have the actual like having a Coda boss. You know, that that's really nothing. Um, there's a weird thing though. Uh, even finding this guy, um, you have to walk <laughs> a lot. I hate that because you can walk in both uh, like in both directions. This is a Gwendolyn hallway. Yes, <sighs> for for infinity, and you just have to walk. You know, if you walk for a couple minutes, you're going the wrong way, <laughs> and it just takes forever. And then you have to walk the same couple minutes back before you make yes. any progress. Yep. Oh, I hate um, that so, feeling. Yeah, it's really frustrating. It's a it's, it's a dumb it's a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. Um. The, uh, so afterwards, so you beat him. And he's really easy. You just do anything ranged, mm-hmm. and and you fight him. And he doesn't have very many hit points. Um, you beat him, and you you beat the game. You get this ending cutscene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so you you know you're you're this, and you're saying, is it over? Where is it? I can't take another step. He's you know just like at the end of his rope, looking for the crown. Um, and right as he drops his sword, this white spirit shows up and asks you why you seek the crown. Yes. And I didn't. So you 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 know you drop your sword. That you get the the spirit says uh, I can grant any wish or you can grant any wish with the crown, which again is very Dark Souls too. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next thing we see, we see Roos overlooking over the tower. The crown next to him. It says, "This crown gave me the power to become a conqueror." <laughs> it's like no. So I think that's I think that's what happens when you get to the bottom of the Shadow Tower is maybe what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing up to that point that leads to you being corrupted, but I think that's just the crown, right? Like the crown's yeah. evil and it, it's corrupting you. Um, it's just because it makes more sense. It's all, it, that's all headcanon shit, but like mm-hmm. I'll buy it because the alternative is you just forgot about your grandpa and decided to become a monster for no reason. Mm-hmm. But everyone who's gone into the tower, this happens to, right? Like yeah. it happened to Apollos. Like it happens. That's something that's happening here. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think, and when you think of it in those terms, like it needed some more 
elaboration, but it's a really cool ending. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like if Dragon Quest, if it forced you to take the Dark Lord ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like after beating him, you're you're going after this the, the, this artifact that when it opened its eye, it destroyed the world, and obviously it is sentient enough to have a sense of self preservation and to kind of like talk you out of you know doing it by changing your character or whatever yeah or tempting tempting you into this power or literally just mind controlling you because mm-hmm. this thing is a bailet and it's way more powerful than 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 we are mm-hmm. you know um which is really cool like i love these weird nods to, like even the king being that big demon that feels like he stepped out of a cosmic horror mm-hmm. game and the, and the alien gate that don't feel like they're from the same game like it's weirdly <laughs> dipping into this this stuff they're going to do to greater effect later yeah uh, as a company and it feels a little bit out of place here but like is in a in a it's a cool like kind of sucking the air out of the room uh <laughs> like tonal shift yeah now i dig it like i'm so happy that we played this and i'm yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm incredibly anxious to start playing uh, abyss me too um i did i double checked to make sure it ran and got the uh, translate rom and stuff mm-hmm. um i really love this game like this is one of my favorite games i played this year like not mm-hmm. you know the favorite i'm not doing anything like that but i'm i'm really glad we did it yeah um it is and when i say this year i don't necessarily mean 2016 pedantry <laughs> uh, um the uh i mean like in the in the last year roughly mm-hmm. yeah uh it is uh and, and that voice i was not trying to make the voice of somebody who's mentally disabled i was trying to make an intolerable nerd voice or so uh yeah that's what i wanted um but yeah it is uh i really loved this game like mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of fun it makes me want to go back and play all the kingsfield games even the weird first one that you have to translate <laughs> um you know just because like i i dig this weird it it gets a lot of mileage out of the camera in a way that I'm skeptical of in some other games, mm-hmm. right? Like, so the idea of a first-person camera, the advantage is supposed to be immersion. Like, you know, oh, I'm seeing, like, with my own eyes. And, like, that doesn't always work for me in, like, Doom or something like that. Like, I think, like, a Doom action game that wasn't first-person would be, could be just as visceral, and I'd like it for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm this disempowered, like, this mix of of kind of disempowerment and horror and that first-person camera really works for me. Yeah. Like it's, it's, we, we didn't really talk about individual moments, but like, because they're not individual moments, it's a weird low level dread that spreads throughout the whole thing. Where like, you're just going through these hallways, this, in this, just hearing your footsteps. And then you just hear some new sound from a new enemy you've never heard before come from on the other side of the wall. Yeah. And it's like genuinely pretty spooky, mm-hmm. you know, for a game of this, this kind of low tech. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, like it, it does a really good job of kind of keeping you right on the edge. Like you're never, you're never not worried about your resources. Like yeah. you, you know, like gear definitely does like this is, this is, it kind of runs counter to From's MO later on, which is it's less about avatar um, power and more about player skill. Mm-hmm. Um, this inverts that like your avatar does get more powerful as you go along in an appreciable way, much more so than in demons or dark. Um, but, um, no matter the case, like everything still degrades at roughly the same, at roughly the same rate. And they introduce enough new stuff that kind of plays with that or accelerates the rate that, that sense of tension, um, you're kind of always riding that edge. And like that for me was what really made this effective as like a, as like a stress machine. Yeah. It's a, it reminds me in that respect of like, it just has that elegance of like, cause something I've been thinking about lately is like elegant versus inelegant difficulty mm-hmm. and it reminds me of um darkest dungeon where like that game is very difficult but by the time your your party gets wiped the game is done if you're playing you know the, the way the game is you know nudging you towards mm-hmm. you have enough of your b time b team built up to like it's not actually a big deal so it always feels like a big deal but it actually isn't like the right. game feels like you're you get that feeling brief feeling of hopelessness with while simultaneously actually being fine mm-hmm. and that's a great thing to kind of evoke you know, and like just the, the the way the systems work together in this game 
is really impressive to me. While not being like, I mean, it's been done, uh, like similar things have been done better, uh, you know, but it is just the way that everything is related and the way that it all kind of difficulty and resource interact just works mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. Um, and just in a way that feels like a step more complicated or is a step more complicated than those two things, the way they interact in like traditional traditional survival horror. Like I'm not saying it's better. Mm-hmm. It's just novel. Yeah. Well, I know? mean, it, it leans more towards a systems approach. And that yeah. is like that, that. That is something, you know, survival horror games are generally weak on systems. Yeah. And then creating a, an atmosphere almost entirely through systems mm-hmm. is like that's what, you know, that is why games are special, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can you can evoke feelings not through just graphics or music or color palette. You can actually do it through gameplay and systems. And like mm-hmm. that is that's why this medium is great. Yeah. You know, so in this weird way, this game that like, you know, uh, PlayStation Monthly called a, a disgrace to everything, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of glory that's ever come out of from like there's a weird way that this is a really, really succinct and kind of beautiful example of creating an aesthetic through system and mm-hmm. through gameplay. And like, that's awesome. I'm always going to call that out. And like the moment where I don't recognize that as great, then I should might as I might as well just like become a movie reviewer, you know, or I might as well just become like a, a, a just stop paying attention to games because I'm no longer worried about what games can do that yeah. special, you know. And you should go to hexcrank.com to find out how I'm just a movie reviewer. Well, that's not <laughs> yeah, I know. The, uh, yeah. You know, you talk about system stuff in there too, yeah. but like, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It is uh, just like you can you can play a game that's just a movie, and I like mm-hmm. those. Yep. Um, but if you can create an effect without leaning on that stuff, like I think that's harder to do. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, like I can't. I can imagine. Oh, like my dissonant minor chord music makes me sound scary. You know, it makes me feel scared. I get mm-hmm. that. That's that's easy and obvious. Yep. But it's harder for me to imagine what systems make me feel that way. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the triumph of, of Shadow Tower. Yeah. Um, so I, I love it. Like, I think it's really great. It's not an unqualified recommendation because it is a, a sideways pill to swallow, yep. but, uh, I really do love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we mentioned in the first episode, but like, you know, we still recommend you go play this, even if you know what happens now, like if, if you're just checking this out and experience, experiencing it vicariously, um, the, the best way to do it is where you can remap the controls because that shoulder button stuff is, um, egregious. Yeah, um, it's to make a big difference. Yes, it, it, like it will. It'll make it much more playable. Um, you're still going to have a lot of initial resistance, but I think that you know once you start kind of like tuning into the frequency and hearing the real kind of the real song that's happening here, mm-hmm. um, it's it, it's going to feel it's going to feel unique. Um, yeah. and it's definitely worth your time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, cool. Uh, and next episode is our uh, our appendix episode mm-hmm. for Shadow Tower. We're reading your responses and some miscellaneary um, to Shadow Tower. Um, if you have thoughts about Shadow Tower, it is too late. However, <laughs> it's not too late if you have thoughts about Shadow Tower Abyss. Right. Um, or about Titan Souls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hit us up on those things. We have the rest of the season, and we're all eagerly awaiting Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to support the show, you can hit us up at uh, patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. Mm-hmm. Um, even as little as a dollar a month makes a huge difference. I know that's a cliche, but um, a lot of people listen to the show, and if each mm-hmm. of them gave us a dollar, we would be sitting pretty. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we would, be, we would be making even more cool stuff, <laughs> like well, like in, demonstrably, not in mm-hmm. an abstract way. Like if everyone who's listening to this donated one dollar to our Patreon, you would have new shows to listen to that are similar to this in quality mm-hmm. and stuff. Like very quickly yeah it would make it would make a big difference really fast so like, like <laughs> we have the ideas waiting in the wing like yeah every everything so it is not like that it sounds like a platitude mm-hmm. it's not a platitude be the change yes. you want to see in the world yeah <laughs> right i mean just like just real, real talk um I, I can speak for myself i am cash rich but time poor 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I am but, uh, time poor and cash poor, right? So I need I need to be able to. Uh, <laughs> but what, to... what frees up time to either not yes. worry about where your next meal is coming from, or you know, quit the thing that is currently giving giving you your meals. Yes, right, and and giving you uh, like unfun ulcers and stuff. Like it would be, <laughs> it is, it is the thing that would, um, it would be really cool. Yeah. And uh, if if you guys if you want that, if you don't want it, like I understand, yeah. but I'm just saying it is in your power yeah. to make that happen. Real talk. Um, <laughs> yep. The, um, uh, if you want um, r- like weekly updates about things that are happening across the network, um, you can go to duckfeed.tv slash news. That is a thing I'm uh, doing at least temporarily here um, mm-hmm. until I determine what the right rhythm for that is. Uh, but that's a way to get like information about happenings and special stuff and weird like live show kind of things that are going on. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah. And I think that's probably that's probably good. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are things. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and thanks for going on this weird little side journey for us. Yeah. And uh, what should they do until next time, Cole? Uh, they should play Shadow Tower. I really recommend it. Yeah, I think so, too. And mm. hopefully I feel just as strong about Shadow Tower Abyss yeah. afterwards. I'm really excited to have that to look forward to. Yeah. So, Umbasa. Umbasa. And we all pray that we will have far more soon. Mm.